0: Hey guys, Von Joseph here. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. We have an amazing show lined up for you today. Very excited for you guys to have uh, the opportunity to check out this gentleman that I've got sat across from me, Mr. Allegedly Dave author, investigator, researcher. This guy's got all kinds of amazing information for us today. So as you know, I I have to admit, I love a really good conspiracy theory. Uh, Moon landings, 9-11, I'm a huge advocate of questioning just about everything. So um, never take someone else's word for anything. As you know, I always say, don't even always take my word for it. Do your own research, you guys. That's what it's all about. So um, we do acknowledge there's always likely going to be some hoaxes and there's going to be lies and there's always going to be cover-ups and things like that that are taking place out there in the real world so we are going to go in on this subject that i found i was doing some research on a different show and you know how sometimes youtube will redirect you and says videos that you might like to see bam this video showed up called flat earth and i was intrigued so i had to click over and i started checking out this video and you know all these other videos popped up and then you know next thing you know bam i've got all these kind of questions and then that's where our guest today shows up um in the in the feed and i see him and there he is and i'm like hey who's this dave guy i want to know all about him so welcome to the show sir thank you for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule to come see us you just got back from texas right Mm -hmm. how was that
1: Oh, it was brilliant thanks Yeah? yeah doing a few talks out there
0: yeah um so how did you get started in this whole concept of the earth is flat
1: well pretty much the same way as you did yeah i was researching something completely different and um saw something intriguing in that little bit on the side right. As you said and um yeah i was i was watching a video about some esoteric experiments and wasn't really paying attention i was doing like three things at once really this was going on in the background. And then he said something about um, uh, the Bedford Levels experiment, right. which is um, an experiment that was done in, in a canal which is perfectly straight for six miles. Mm. And apparently, he says, that the, uh, the curvature along that, the, that stretch of six miles should be 16 feet, a 16-foot drop right. at the other end. And I was thinking, wow, that's, that's, that's a short distance for that, mo- that mo- uh, amount of drop. You know, surely the earth can't be that small, you know. So, you know, I was about to dismiss it when I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll check. You know, I've never really checked whether, you know, that's the curvature. Right. I started looking into it. and I found that the curvature is six, uh, eight inches per mile squared. Uh, I would never even thought of it before. Okay. And then I was intrigued. I was thinking, well, I've, I've seen things way further than six miles and I've seen the whole thing. Right. So that, that got me you know hooked basically Mm. I started looking you know I was on on a beach one day I was looking across at a lighthouse which was eight miles away and I could see the bottom of the lighthouse Mm. um and yeah I I started looking at videos and um at the time there were only about maybe a hundred videos out there um this was 2014 I think um middle to end of 2014 I might be wrong um and so you know, forty odd videos. I'd watched them all, maybe twice. Um, but uh, literally a year later, there was six million videos mm. on flat Earth. So it wasn't just me finding this. It was. It seemed to be a a, a not a movement. I hate that word, but um, <laughs> you know, a, some kind of shift of of consciousness that happened, you know, 2015, basically. Mm. Um, it just exploded.
0: Yeah. So, what sort of research have you done yourself? Gone? Have you gone out there with like a proper, like, you know, measuring and leveling devices to see distances and curvatures and things like that? Or,
1: well, I, I used to be um, a CAD draftsman, mm-hmm. so one of the first things I did was uh, draw the whole thing up in AutoCAD, right. and uh, and sure enough, it matched this um, six inches per mile only only for the uh, like a quarter of the the circumference mm. of, uh, of the, other. But that's that's enough really. Um, but yes, it matched that exactly. Um, but you know, since I've gone out and, uh, and done experiments, um, we, we did a, there's a whole group of us who went out back to the Bedford levels and, uh, kind of recreated the, the iconic experiment. Right. Um, with sort of mixed success, but, uh, cause the weather didn't cooperate very mm. well. Um, and I've been to uh, Lake Balaton in in Hungary, where we did a laser experiment. Um, got a high power laser with a very expensive collimator to keep the beam nice and tight. Mm. Shot the beam across the lake, about uh, I think it's about twelve kilometres, ten to twelve kilometres, and uh, we went out in a in a speedboat chasing the beam um, to 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 measure uh, measure how much it would. Uh, Drop right got some very incredible results. Actually, hmm. we found that the laser beam actually bent upwards. So, wouldn't that
0: be in like maybe in relation to the levels of the like? Because I, I was reading somewhere where they were talking about maybe the Nile and how it's, it's somehow flowing uphill or something like that, or that's the levels. Wouldn't that have anything to do with maybe the earth just being? At a different level, like you know, the the ground itself being at a higher level when you're traveling that far down.
1: Well, you know, I, I don't really subscribe to this idea that the you know Nile flows uphill mm. and, and that because if you if you really go into their model and um, the globe model, you know, supposedly gravity is pulling in right. to the center mm. at all places, so it wouldn't really be flowing uphill if that model was real, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously that model isn't real. We've never, ever seen curved water anywhere. Mm. Um, when water freezes, yeah, there's a, there's a huge lake called Lake Baikal in Siberia. Um, it's about 196 miles long. Mm. And uh, every winter it freezes over, and it freezes over into a perfect mirror. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've ever had a, a, a mirror... Which was slightly imperfect.
0: Distortion, right?
1: You'd get a distorted view of, right. the, of the, the reflection, be distorted. But this, you know, this Lake Baikal again. It's it's a perfect mirror. Same with uh, Salado Uyuni in um, in Bolivia. It's a salt flat, which is something like a hundred miles um, long and eighty miles across. Right. And uh, when it rains there, you get an inch of water across the whole plain. And literally it turns into a mirror where, you know, you see people walking and it looks like they're floating in the clouds. Right. Um, so it's a perfect mirror. You can't get, the, get that on a curved surface. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, where did this mathematical equation come from? Who, maybe it's, it's wrong.
1: It's just, it's just basic um, spherical trigonometry. It's, mm. uh, it's an easy way to calculate. The uh, the curvature, eight inches per mile squared. But um, basically, it. if you draw a circle um, and you you do it to scale, mm. you know, somehow like I did on AutoCAD, right. that's what you, you'll measure if you uh, if you measure it off. Right. The the size that the Earth has been chosen to be, mm. when you apply the eight, eight inches per mile um, to it, I think the f- um, over one mile. It drops pipe by point six 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 inches. Right. Yeah, that's kind of a lot, like a little signature. Well,
0: there. I I'm, we're not going to get into this yet because I, I know you've got know, something extra special for us, in a bit later in the show. So, but <laughs> I have really done a lot of research on a lot of that about secrets and planes you sight. know
1: you know that's a signature yeah. yeah yeah just then you think about the the tilt of the earth that we're, we've been told right yeah? 23.4 mm. degrees right. yeah it's not 23.5 right but if you look um that's 23.4 away from the 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 vertical yeah. if you measure from the from the horizontal it's 66.6 right we're supposed to be spinning around the the sun, they say 67,000 miles an hour. Right. But when you really, if you actually look for it, they say it's 18.5 um, meters per second or something. Mm. Uh, but you you calculate what that is in miles an hour, it's 66,600 right. um, well, 66, uh, 66, miles mm. an hour. Mm.
0: You mentioned uh, gravity earlier about when we were talking about the water. Mm-hmm. What holds us all in place then if it's not gravity what is it that's keeping things grounded versus other things
1: why are you asking me I don't know so <laughs> <laughs> no you know what they don't even know they don't know what gravity is I can mm. tell you they can give you their calculations and stuff right but it's a tendency for things that go up to come down right everything else is density and buoyancy mm. yeah mm. Um, the, the one thing the one thing that tells me um, that, oh, it's it's not really related to gravity, but mm, one thing that tells me that, you know, without a doubt that we're on a, a flat plane um, is the gyroscope. Hmm. Yeah, you know, when you spin a gyroscope, yeah, you've ever done that you you spin it it actually stays upright while it's spinning it will stay upright it does not want to move from that uh, that orientation right even if you spin it at 45 degrees it will stay at 45 degrees and if you try and um, shift the the base that it's on it will just stay at 45 degrees Mm -hmm. yeah Um, now an aircraft has an artificial horizon and it's based on gyroscope so before they take off they um, they calibrate the um, artificial horizon. They just spin it up um, so that it's level, and uh, and then they take off. So if they um, if they take off with a gyroscope um, calibrated, mm-hmm. and they start going over the curve of the Earth, right. the gyroscope will stay upright. Mm-hmm. So the artificial horizon will start to roll backwards, right. but it doesn't. It just stays um, nice and flat and level. Mm. Um, that right there is proof that, uh, you know, the planes fly over a plane. I asked the pilots of of one of the flights I was on, um, asked them lots of questions so they didn't get suspicious, but uh, I asked them, do you ever see uh, the artificial horizon roll backwards or do you have to uh, make um, corrections to it? They said, no, because it has complex electronics in it and GPS, so it knows where on earth it is... And it, it compensates for it. Hmm. But, you know, you go to a manufacturer and they'll show you um, designs of it. And uh, it's purely mechanical. Hmm. There's no, nothing electronic. There's no GPS in it. It's literally a gyroscope that is allowed to freely move on gimbals.
0: Right. That's it. Right. So I, I just got back from uh, Spain uh, a couple days ago. And... I'm reading about the the Earth being flat. I, I, I equate equated to us being on a on an album, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have your sun and your moon, right? So how come the sun comes up at different spots then throughout the season, if it's if it's fixed mm-hmm. as it supposedly is, and we're fixed? why am I seeing it come over the mountain in January, but then come summertime it's coming up over the sea, over the Med.
1: Right, well it's not, um, the sun isn't um, sort of uh, spinning round in uh, a fixed track over the equator. It's literally going from one tropic and then spiraling inwards to the other tropic and then spiraling outwards again. So that is what causes the seasons, and uh, and also that's why it seems to um, rise at different places, mm. you know, throughout the year.
0: So it's kind of spiral graphing through the. Yeah,
1: it's it's basically going in and out, um, and and literally when it's out in the the outermost tropic, I can never remember which one's right. which, but when it's in the outer tropic, right. it's um it's winter. In the northern hemisphere, mm. when it's in the in, inner tropic, it's summer it's in the northern
0: Okay, hemisphere. so now I'm gonna. I, I know we said this was gonna be topical, but I'm mm. kind of just curious about this. What drives the rotation of all this then? So, what makes all this stuff move? What drives that rotation then? Do
1: again, you're know? asking me. Now, you don't know. I
0: figured maybe your research, in, you had, it, you might know. So again,
1: this is this is where the uh, the model um, that we've been taught breaks down. Right. Yeah. When you know, we're taught this as children. Mm. Okay, yeah, it's just drummed into us as children. Right. And uh, as a child, information comes in, we accept it as true. Why would anybody lie to us? Right. Accept it as true, and it's there. It's, right. it's um, base truth, yeah? You never go back to it because, you know, why question the basis of your reality? Sure, of course right? not. But when you do, when you do go back and look at it, it never makes sense, mm. I mean, what drives the, the Earth spinning? Um, you know, why, why does the Earth continue to spin at this, uh, this constant rate? Especially when every time there's a major earthquake, they say, oh, yeah, that earthquake slowed down the Earth's rotation by the, this tiny amount. Well, if it slows down the rotation, then that means the Earth w- will start to slow down. Mm. Because any... You know, it's it's like any frictionless system. If you slow it down a bit; it's it's now started a, a deceleration.
0: But well, won't it just pick itself back up then, and maybe continue back to where it was? Then
1: what would what would cause it to pick back up again? I don't
0: know. I have no, because no because
1: the idea is that something started it spinning, right. and it's in a frictionless environment, mm. and uh, and so it's going to continue to spin. But then, when you add in all these things that they keep saying, oh, that uh, slowed down the Earth uh, just by this point zero zero whatever, well, pff, you add them up, we should be spinning <laughs> spinning backwards by now, <laughs> you know? It's uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's no explanation. I don't have an explanation what drives the uh, the sun round. Right. But um, what something that's interesting we found is something called quantum locking. Mm. Um, you might have seen this on on YouTube where they have. A ring of magnets on a on a tabletop, and they have this um, material, superconducting material, and they've got some, uh, I guess, dry ice on on top of it to keep it cool. And literally, they can. It's like a disc, and they can like tilt it at a certain angle or something, or or orient it any way they want, and it will lock itself. And they can push it, and it will just spin round at let's say forty five degrees. Right, uh, and also they can. Put it underneath the magnets and lock it in place in a certain orientation. Push it round and it will just continue to spin round. So we think something like that hmm. is going on up there, but you know, we don't know how it works. Right. You know, and we're not meant to know how it works. Right.
0: Um, so it's just it's just us. Then we're here, and it's you know it's this the, the the sun's doing what it's doing. What do you think about other planets then? So are these other planets, are they just not there? Are they, so are there other planets out there? Or, and if not, what are we seeing when we look through the telescope and see the rings of Saturn? What am I looking at then?
1: Well, no, there aren't any other planets out there. This is the only place there is, yeah? This is the only place that you can stand on and, uh, and, and live, mm. yeah? Um, the planet, well, the word planet is actually Greek, and it means wandering star, mm. yeah? Um, with the flat earth camera of choice, the Nikon P900.
0: Are you plugging? <laughs> you no, know, well, you know what?
1: Uh, we should, we should yeah, earn something some sponsor, from Nikon, sponsor yes. Sponsor, that, because, <laughs> right, sponsor. Because they've literally they've sold out of these cameras because it, you know, the flat earthers are buying them up like crazy. Right. Um, but with that camera, you can zoom in on a star, And you will see detail. Mm. Uh, um, Every single star is unique. Right. Yeah. Some look like watery fire. Some look like wheels within wheels. Right. Some look like uh, wheels with spokes. Um, Some look like uh, spiky energy bursts. Um, They're all unique, every single one of them. And uh, again, the, the Bible is very clear. That says and saying that they're they're celestial living beings, right. and they certainly look like it, like it, because they look like uh, amoeba or um, something that's alive. Mm. Um, the the planets are simply wandering versions of those. You know, it's the stars stay in their their fixed patterns, but uh, there are certain um, stars that uh, that actually. Um, Kind of orbit this, the, the the sun, and they do something different from all the others. Right. So we call them the planets. And funnily enough, uh, the planets' names are the names of the uh, the, the fallen angels, uh, the wandering angels that wandered down to Earth. Um, and yeah, they're the the, the watchers. The the, the angels that hang around the earth to watch what's going on.
0: So okay, so I'm I'm a very simple guy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, so I, don't, I I try to take in as much as I can. So where is all that though? So I know we were talking about. I think it was called a, f- a fermentation layer. Some so firmament. That was it. Fermentation. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's beer. <laughs> Making beer. Yeah. <laughs> You've got this layer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So everything is supposed to be inside that, or what, where does that come from, though? And what's on the outside? And how did all that get created? If it's there, mm-hmm. where did it come from?
1: My, my personal um, belief, obviously, I, you know, it's all speculation because right. we, we, not a lot of us have been up there or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, the way I see it is that uh, there is a barrier, uh, not necessarily the firmament itself, but there's a barrier... Um, Possibly separating the various heavens that are described in the Bible, because um, the first heaven is the sky, and uh, then there's a there's another heaven above that, um, and there's another heaven above that. I think there may be even seven. I don't know, but um, but the uh, okay going into the weird stuff now. But the demons <laughs> that are here are are locked into the first heaven. They can't go above the first heaven. And we seem to be locked into that first heaven because um, we've shot up rockets, people have shot up rockets um, with cameras on them. And uh, when you get to about 75 miles up, well, you can go onto YouTube and find this video where this rocket goes up um, and it hits something. (laughs) And then stops literally and then starts falling down again um, it literally, if it was something hard and fast that it hits it would have destroyed itself because before it stopped it was going at quite a rate so it just suddenly stopped and, uh, and and started coming down again.
0: So couldn't that have been maybe just its limitations from the gravitational pull or whatever that is that we don't know what is keeping us on the ground and it just couldn't go any further due to its lack of power and
1: Not really. I mean, it was still powered at that point. Mm. And, um, you know, the theory of gravity is that it drops off um, in an inverse square to the distance away from the center of gravity. Mm. So if anything, you know, the further up it gets, uh, the less effect gravity has on it. Mm. So according to their theory anyway. But um, literally, this this rocket was powering up there and then all of a sudden, dunk,
0: (laughs) Just twacked and
1: stopped, and, and stopped, you know, because it's spinning all the way up. It's mm. almost hard to watch because it's spinning so much, and all of a sudden it hits, stops spinning, and then and then falls. Wow! And when you see the trajectory of all rockets that go up, seems they all um, curve under that seventy-five mile limit. Mm. Mm. So that's—I don't think that's the actual firmament, personally. I think there's um, there's a, a another full firmament where um, the sun and the moon, or not full firmament, there's a space above this barrier where the sun and the moon move around, Um, and then you get the firmament where all the stars are embedded. Hmm. Um, Now, interestingly, uh, there was a guy called Admiral Byrd, who went down to, to Antarctica?
0: You guys save that. You guys save it for the break. We gotta take oh, a quick commercial. Okay. We'll be right back. We're gonna be talking about Admiral Byrd because I know about this one. See, I know a little bit of something about something. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the Coriolis effect. And we're gonna talk. Did I even say that right? I don't know if I said it right. It doesn't matter. We're gonna talk about that. We'll be right back. Thanks. <laughs> these ones or these ones. Saw an episode of intervention and i know i'm fine oh, no, I'm mr robert bobby mcneely he is going to join us tonight hi everyone welcome to the show my name is elaine Zhang, and today i am here with eli seal documentary filmmaker
1: i need more welcome to the only way is linda today i have a really special guest here
0: Welcome back, you guys. Vaughn Joseph here. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, so we're back with Allegedly Day. We're talking about Flat Earth. We're talking about all the stuff that you thought you knew and why it's not what you think it was. So we were talking about um, Admiral Byrd, you started to talk about before you were so rudely interrupted <laughs> and, and taken to the break um, by, uh, by the sponsors. Dirty Lemon, you guys. I hope you go check those guys out. Sorry. DirtyLemon.com amazing detox
1: stuff so um, fire Admiral Byrd yes Yes. Um, he led uh, about four expeditions down to Antarctica right Um, the last one I believe it was Operation Deep Freeze or High Jump I can't remember which one Um, he went down with a huge military group with uh, hundreds of planes and uh, thousands of personnel I think um, it was was supposed to last for um, for Several months, but he came back after a couple of weeks, mm. uh, with half the planes missing. Um, so uh, funnily enough, just after he came back, um, I think it was 1950 oh, my memory's gone. Um, <laughs> but yeah the, the the year after he came back, if you look in the uh, Encyclopedia Americana mm. under Antarctica. It tells you there's a dome at thirteen thousand feet mm-hmm. in Encyclopaedia, mm. so it kind of uh, suggests that they were flying these planes down in Antarctica and kept hitting something that ah. uh, was up at thirteen thousand feet. Kind of um, like
0: the time travelers. I don't know if you ever saw that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they couldn't get through to the and it was just a barrier.
1: Yeah, um, but when Admiral Bird came back from Antarctica from the last time. Um, Immediately after the U.S. and Russia started firing nuclear missiles straight up, mm. and uh, when you look at the footage, you can see um, it's it's called uh, Operation uh, Operation Fishbowl. Mm. Funny enough, mm. uh, Project Dominic. You can find the footage on, on YouTube. Right. You'll see that uh, the explosions, you know, are exploding against something. Mm. <laughs> You know, the the ring of the blast goes outwards in in a ring, not in, as a as a fireball. Right. So it's exploding against something.
0: Right. Um Okay, yeah, that was in nineteen sixty two it says. Uh, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh Project Dominic and Operation Fishbowl, well fishbowl, so fairly obvious. But uh Dominic is actually uh actually means of the Lord. Mm. Fishbowl of the Lord. Right. So you know, somebody knows something.
0: <laughs> With regards to Antarctica, because we say on the globe that it's at the bottom mm-hmm. of the globe, but if the earth is if the earth is flat, right, and the earth isn't the actual it's not spherical, it's it's flat. Would that make Antarctica be on the outside then? It kinda like some kind of barrier or barricade yeah. then on the outside. It's it's
1: like an ice ring hmm. around. Hmm. And uh when you um, apparently, when you go down there, the first thing you encounter is a 200-foot wall of ice. Right. That's what's keeping the oceans in. Mm. Um, and then, if you manage to get on top of that um, ice, um, you've got like 300 miles of ice plain, mm. and then two-mile-high mountains. Um, and then beyond that, uh, it seems there's uh, more continents that we've uh, we've not heard about.
0: So there's stuff out there that we're that we're being kept. In the dark about, so to speak.
1: Admiral Byrd actually said that Mm. uh, there was a continent the size of the continental US. Mm. um, The other side of Little America, which was the base they had. um, So they had the Little America base, and then there was what they called the South Pole. Mm. And Admiral Byrd said, beyond the South Pole, on the other side of Little America, is this massive continent which is uninhabited, um, and it's free of ice, got warm water lakes and everything. Hmm.
0: So, if does the Earth have an edge? Then do you think beyond that?
1: Well, um, there's a book called uh, Worlds Beyond the Poles, hmm. um, and it's said to have been written um, after Admiral Burr's trip, um, and it suggests that uh, they couldn't find uh, they couldn't find the the Extent of this uh, of this landmass, right. um, they would fly out in two thousand odd um, mile distances, lay a base, then come back, and then fly on right. from and see. And they they did it a few times, and they didn't find they didn't find the end to it, mm. which is why a lot of people uh, subscribe to the uh, endless or infinite plane theory that we're just one puddle in an infinite plane of ice. Mm. Um, I don't really subscribe to that. There's a uh, uh, a map that surfaced. Uh, it's a 100-year-old map. I think it uh, appeared in Hawaii or something. Uh, and it shows the um, kind of flat earth map in the middle. Um, and then other continents around, uh, continents we're not um, familiar with, uh, sort of spread out around. Mm. And interestingly enough, that the other side of... Uh, of where Admiral Byrd was saying, there is a continent about the size of the continental US. Really? So hmm. um, maybe uh, there is, uh, there's more knowledge out there than, than we think.
0: Wow, wow. So I guess one of my big questions has been, throughout all of this, uh, reading and all that stuff, is why? Why has all this been kept a secret, yeah. or, or we've been deceived? what is to be gained by all that from like, I say, NASA's, you know, showing us all these fake images and so on and so forth. The videos that we see the moon landing, all that stuff, fake, 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 fake. So what is to be gained by all that? And how are they somehow managing to keep this together on a global scale? Like when you had Russia's flying Sputnik and all that other stuff, how is everybody on the same page with keeping this hoax alive?
1: Because um, this is a, there's a, it's a lot bigger than we realise. Um, you've got to sort of factor the flat earth in with the Big Bang theory and the theory of evolution. You put all those together and what you've got is this idea that we are tiny little microbes crawling around on a speck of dust in an infinite universe, yeah? We're not even fully evolved, you know. It was, the process of evolution is always ongoing, yes. so we're we're kind of imperfect, useless creatures um, in this infinite void of, you know, that's not very important. Our lives are accidental. Um, there's nothing important about us whatsoever. Um, we're insignificant. Mm. That's the the, the idea that they've inculcated into us with, with these three theories. But when you realise that this place is the only place there is this, you know, in my mind this is a bubble of 3D time and space. Yeah? 3D space and time, sorry. it's mm. <laughs> um, bubble of 3D um, space and time mm. beyond it is a realm without space and time that we can't even imagine. Yeah, that's where the Creator lives, and that's what they've been hiding—the fact that this is a created place. We are the chief of the creations here, and we've got—we've um, got instructions on how to live here, you know, from the one who created all this, who, who uh, apparently back in the old days used to speak to us. Mm. Um, so that's what they've been hiding—that there is a Creator and there is a purpose to our lives.
0: Wow, that is amazing stuff. I wish we had more time because um, this could go on for ages. It's, it's, it's very interesting information. Um, I appreciate you coming out and visit us, visiting with us today. You have a book um, that you've written. What's the book called and where can people find the book?
1: Well, it's uh, it's not really on this topic, but it's uh, it's about health. Um, it's the human body owner's workshop manual, and uh, you can get it on Lulu.com, or uh, you can also get it at Amazon. But I wouldn't get it at Amazon, yeah. evil people. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah
1: it's uh, it's available at Lulu.com. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's about how to um, operate your body, heal it, and keep it uh, keep it working. Right. Um,
0: yeah beautiful beautiful so get over to lulu.com lulu.com and check out the book um check out dave's stuff and uh we appreciate you for, again for coming out and um thanks for tuning in you guys we'll see you guys next time and hopefully we'll have you back again soon when uh I would get some, some solid proof on reptilian uh, beings <laughs> and all kinds of crazy stuff like that that's going on, man. We, um, we
1: hardly scratched the surface. Yeah, I
0: know. We didn't, did we? We, we? we could do a whole other series of shows. Maybe we'll get you back out soon. So um, do you have a website or anything like that where people can find you if they have questions about your stuff?
1: Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a bit dodgy at the moment because uh, it, it went down. But uh, it's allegedlydave.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my YouTube channel is at dmurphy25.
0: Okay, cool. Brilliant. So that's where to find them, guys. You know where to find us, and we'll find you next time on Von Chosen Show. Thanks.